listening to My Diversion, the entertainment podcast hosted by Tom and Josh. Find us on the web at MyDiversion.com. Welcome to another episode of My Diversion. This is episode 16. We are in the month of May of 2012. I'm your host, Tom. Welcome back as always, Josh. What's up, man? Not much. How's it going with you? Pretty good. I mean, I'm, no complaints for me. And we also want to welcome on our special guest and minor celebrity, Ryan. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I feel so honored to be here. You should feel honored. I mean, he's like <laughs> our only listener. We, we don't <laughs> we don't let just anybody come on. <laughs> Yeah, all right. In this episode, we're going to do four segments as usual. And the first segment, we're going to talk about the Google Drive. I don't know if it's fairly new or just come out, but it's fairly new to me. So we'll just kind of briefly, briefly talk about what that is and compare it to like Dropbox and stuff like that because that's what it looks like. That's all it is. There wasn't any big announcements about it. So we'll, we'll just kind of briefly run over that real quick. And then the part two of that, I wanted to talk about something that just came out. Uh, called the Raspberry Pi, which is just kind of like a little mini computer, um, and that you know some of the specs and stuff like that, and where to get it, and and some of the online stuff that's circling around with that. And then segment number two, we're we're going to talk about uh, Raid the Redemption. We've talked about that in a, I think in our last episode. Get we the wanted title to right though the raid semicolon redemption there you go there you go thank you it's not uh, raid the, it's not raid the redemption or it's, it's not the raid redemption whatever you had it wrong <laughs> you'll rewind this and you'll see you had it wrong I, i'm so i'm sorry cat manal uh, relax at least one of us is on top of it uh, so we're, since uh, and we're also bringing ryan on because he happened to come and watch this movie with us it, it came to salt lake um for a limited time and we were able to all go up and watch it and we're gonna give a kind of a thorough review of that and then number three we're gonna review the avengers now that all three of us have seen it um and kind of break that down a little bit and then in segment number four we're gonna kind of do some Kind of like a little mini do's and don'ts, but we're just going to focus on podcasts. Since usually, normally, the people that listen to this are podcast listeners, we're going to share some podcasts that we also enjoy that's that's not my diversion. I know, I know. There's more podcasts out there. Listen to us so, first. Yeah, listen to my diversion first, and then we'll, <laughs> we'll let you listen to other ones too. <laughs> we'll let you. <laughs> All right, sound good, everybody? All right, segment number one. about the google drive the google drive is i think right now and i don't know if this is a limited time offer or this is just for everybody that's got a google account or you can just sign up for whoever but it's basically if you sign up through google i assume you have to have a gmail account 
that you can access uh, five gigabytes of Google Drive, and you can access that at uh, drive.google.com. You can also download like a little uh, software patch for it. It's it's very very similar to uh, Dropbox. If any of you guys are familiar with Dropbox, you can uh, basically upload files. Um, as far as I can tell, it looks like you can pretty much do everything that a Dropbox can. And in fact, the Google Drive also gives, at least on my computer, it gives you like a folder. So you can just throw uh, files and stuff like that in there and then it will upload it to your Google Drive. Your document list is now a part of Google Drive. Just like before, you can access your files all in one place and easily share them with others. Google Drive comes with a desktop application for Mac and PC that adds a drive folder on your computer. Anything you drag into this folder syncs automatically with Google Drive on the web and across your devices. You can also still create new documents, presentations, and spreadsheets. And now you can use other applications too. We've added a new grid view so you can see files at a glance. And the left-hand navigation has been simplified. My Drive includes all the files and folders that you've created, uploaded, or moved there. This folder syncs with Google Drive on your desktop. If you want to sync files that others have shared with you to your desktop, simply drag them from Shared With Me to My Drive. Click More for other ways to view your files, like Activity, which includes everything that has recently been edited by you or others. This was called Home before. To quickly find a file, search and filter by file type or owner. You can even search text within scanned documents and image files without any text at all. With Google Drive, all of your stuff is together in one place. Upgrade today by visiting drive.google.com. So that's about it. Have you guys experimented or played with or installed or have Google Drive? I've installed it, um, just the, the free five gigs that they offer you. Um, but you can get extra storage, which is shared between Picasa um, and the Google Drive. Uh, and you can get from 25 gigs for $2.49 a month all the way up to 16 terabytes um, with a paid monthly subscription. How much is the 16 terabytes? Did you notice? Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't have it listed on this. Anyway. $400,000 a month? That's a freaking lot of memory, dude. Bill Gates is the only, Bill Gates is the only one using that. Bill Gates. I don't know. <laughs> That's freaking Microsoft, dude. The thing yeah. is, is you're paying for a monthly fee. So if you think about it, is it worth to pay that monthly fee for cloud storage? For I imagine, uh, yeah. there, I imagine there will be some people that need. Uh, well, yeah, but we're talking like big businesses and things like that that would need like stuff like that. Because if you have a Google Drive and and all of your, you know, if you if everybody in your company is using their computers and they're all accessing the same Google Drive so they have the same information and the same files. Right? Right. Then I can see you maybe doing that. You know, because then you don't have to actually have all that, you know, storage on site. <clears throat> but I can't see, like, an individual person needing all that. I mean, I, I my thought is, is if you're, if you're going to go buy terabytes of, of storage, I myself, I would rather have the hard, the actual it on site at my, you know, where I am, you know, and then be able to move what I want to use, you know, into a cloud service, you know, through either Google Drive. I don't need, I don't need 16 terabytes of Google Drive though. The 25 gig sounds kind of cool for 250 a month though. So, 
Yeah, but I, I don't know. I guess if you dabbled in like uh, hardcore files, whatever they are, like videos and movies and pictures, maybe you would need a lot. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know. I'll ask you this. Maybe you've researched this at all. Do they have an upload limit and to how much you can upload at once? Like, <clears throat> So the box and Dropbox only let you upload so much from a mobile device. And I think it's like 500 megabytes or whatever, or 250 megabytes. Kind at of a time, or? at a time, at a oh. time. So, like, like I, you can't you can't upload like a you know a two gig movie or whatever that you have. If you, I don't know why you'd have that big that big of a size of a movie. Let's say you have a two gig file that you want to upload. Uh-huh. Right? You can't upload a two gig file all at once through a mobile device through either Dropbox or. Um, or the box, unless you're paying for a subscription, then they uncap that. And I think you can move up to like a, was it a gig and a half at a time or whatever. So. I guess I, I, I don't know if they have a cap. I didn't even research that. I, I just noticed that Google Drive also automatically links with any Google Docs that you have. Right. So you can, so you can actually, if, if there's certain Google Docs that you have, you can download them to your computer if you want, if you needed them for like offline use and stuff like that. So that's kind of nice. Right. What about you, Ryan? Have you messed with uh, this at all? Or are you installing it as we speak, maybe? Well, yeah, I'm like on their website. As <laughs> 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 just, I just thought I'd ask because I kind of figure you might be doing something like, oh, let me check this out. Well, what I want to know is like, like for your phone, can it keep the apps for your phone, like your games on your phone so that your phone's not getting bogged down? You know I mean, like about? access the actual program. Yeah. Cloud? Yeah. So, like, you buy it, you don't have to keep it on your phone. Whenever you access it, it's there, and then as soon as you close it down, it frees up your phone storage for, you know, whatever else you're going to use it for. You know, streaming podcasts, for example. Right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, if it's so tight. Well, well for so streaming so if, if it acts like Dropbox or the box, yes, you should be able to stream directly from it, but an actual app or program that i'm not aware of yet well yeah there is a google drive android app right now yeah i'm and actually I, installing it on my tablet as we speak and i don't know if it's on uh you know the itunes ios or whatever i don't know that but um, and i haven't actually played with the app too much obviously but uh i imagine it works the same i know that i've played with it on the uh, on my pc which is actually kind of nice and it seems very similar to dropbox to me but yeah that's about it so the other thing that like looks really cool is that it looks like um, more than just sharing files with each other, you can actually bring up <clears throat> one file with two different people and look at it together as you're editing it. Yeah. So you can actually, yeah, you can actually like, you know, collaborate and stuff. So yeah. it does have a, a documents cache. It does have a cache size in the app that lets you go from between 25 megabytes all the way up to 250 megabytes. Okay. So, so I guess that would be including for uploads. So they only let you upload at 250 at a time for the actual app. Yeah. And and I'm sure that most of you out there, tech savvy listeners, are probably just thinking, "Oh, Google Drive, that was so 2011." <laughs> it was it was rumored in 2006. It only came out on April 24th, so it hasn't yeah. even been out a month for the public anyway. 
So but the rumors around it started circling, circulating in March 2006. And I'm sure, and I'm sure that a lot of people are just kind of yawning because most people are probably already using Dropbox or Box or, or other cloud services like uh, Amazon and stuff like that. So this is probably just. I think there's one that's also called SkyDrive or something like that. Yeah, there's probably so. several out there. So this is probably just yet another cloud service that you can access. But it's kind of nice because. Uh, for most people, they use Google Docs, and they already have a Google account, so it's kind of already synced up, and it, it's probably going to be actually, actually kind of convenient for you. So, yeah. uh, The other thing I wanted to talk about is something called the Raspberry Pi. I believe we talked about this in an early episode. I can't remember, but I was kind of fascinated with it because I really liked the idea of it. It's basically the Raspberry Pi, and that's Pi, just P-I, um, and it's a single board computer. It was developed in the UK by uh, a Raspberry Pi Foundation, and they mainly designed it for uh, kids to be able to kind of get interested in programming and to mess around with some of the ins and outs of uh, computer uh, software because it's a very simple very small computer. It's basically the size of either a credit card or a business card. It's got uh, a 700 megahertz processor on it. It's got a video core for GPU, 256 uh, megabytes of RAM, um, and it doesn't have a hard drive or anything like that, but it does have an SD card slot, which you, that's what you use to boot up an operating system or anything, or whatever, like a Linux operating system on it, and... There's two versions of it. There's an A and a B version. The A, basically, the only real difference that I can tell is the newer version, which I believe is the B, or the up, upgradable version, has an Ethernet port, so you can access um, Ethernet there. The board itself uh, has two USBs on it. It's got a video composite, HDMI, a power source, and... And obviously with the newer one, it's got the Ethernet. So it, it's pretty cool. And I've watched a couple uh, YouTube videos on it where they have been able to play a version of Quake 3 on it. Um, a lot of people are, are uh, streaming or using it to uh, access their 1080p videos through it. So that's kind of cool. And obviously it's mostly designed to allow kids to kind of mess around with uh, computer programming and stuff like that. It's a very, very inexpensive way to have kind of like a, a testing computer at your fingertips. And the best part about this, in my opinion, is the fact that it's the version A is only 25 bucks and the version B is 35 bucks. So it's super inexpensive. And it's basically designed for openware. So, like, if you have Linux, which is a free operating system, I mean, after 25 or 35 bucks, you're you're pretty much free to go. And then you can pretty much just mess around and goof around and create software programs and stuff like that, and or run videos and and some kind of a lower scaled games and stuff like that. I actually think it's really really cool. You can purchase them now. I, they just released, actually, in the last week or so. And I'm looking at one of the websites you can buy it. It's called um, element14.com or just Google search element14. Uh, they're out of stock right now, but they're they're saying that they're going to be getting further stock um, 
at the end of May and then another stock shipment in October. So they're, they're flying off the shelves. Um, obviously right now they're just coming as kind of like a circuit board, but from what I understand is there's some aftermarket cases, cases that you can buy like on eBay and stuff like that. But later in the year, like towards the holidays, um, Raspberry Pi will have official um, hard cases that are custom cases that you can put these little circuit boards in. I think it's pretty fascinating because you know, if you're just wanting a really cheap little computer you can just mess around with or stream videos through or whatever, I I was completely fascinated. Like, oh man, a computer the size of a credit card. That's freaking awesome. Anyway, what do you guys think? Oh, I dig it. I think it's a cool idea. I think it's awesome. Um, the, I just, do they make a monitor that size to actually run that small on it? <laughs> that way you can keep like a little pocket monitor. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Down. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, I understand. You, 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 I, Tom was afraid I was going to make this argument that you know, I got my cell phone. My cell phone's got a faster processor than that. Yeah, but the idea that you know you can hook up all these, um, you know, you got all the USB hookups on it. You got your HDMI outs on it. You know. And from what I understand, they're standard size HDMI's. They're not like the little micro stuff that's like on my cell phone. Well, one one of the versions, I think it's I don't remember if it's A or B or whatever. It has a micro USB that you can use that as a charging or power supply, and then it does have the HDMI out. And I mean, you can go to YouTube right now and just type in Raspberry Pi, and there's a bunch of people that that are using it and kind of doing some test runs and stuff like that. And there's people that were streaming like uh, Inglorious Bastards and other movies like that through 1080p uh, without any lag or anything like that. I, that that to me is freaking awesome. I just love that one that it's super super cheap, so really anybody can access you know these things. I like that it's aimed towards kids. Like if they just want to get on programming, that way a parents like, well I can't give you 200 bucks after you've already spent all your money on your PlayStation crap. But for 35 bucks, you can have this thing, and it can do the basics. And and I really love that they're basically encouraging open open source software like Linux and making it very inexpensive and very accessible for the general public. So right, right. So the first time I heard about this, I actually thought it was kind of directed for underprivileged schools, especially for like underdeveloped countries. Mm-hmm. So this is available to the general public right now. It's not like restricted to certain regions or anything like that. I think it's being shipped out of the UK right now, um, but you can order it to the US right now uh, through their websites. You can't, as far as I know, I looked on Amazon and they don't have it. They have like little knockoffs um, versions of it, but not the actual Raspberry Pi. But that's a good question. I wonder if wonder if that was actually one of their intents is to be able to make it cheap enough for underdeveloped underdeveloped countries where they can have like you know a basic computer, a very very basic computer to be able to do the minimum. So yeah, I just wonder how like bigger companies are going to keep up with this technology and these prices cuz I mean, a lot of people only use their computers for streaming YouTube and video. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so if they can save $500 and just go buy this little thing, you know, let's just, you know, let's just stop them from doing it. Absolutely. And I, I also think it's actually a slap in the face to um, computer manufacturers and Microsoft and Apple saying, 
uh, you guys really overcharge for your <laughs> for your hardware and your software. This is kind of craziness. I mean, obviously, because you see their profits and stuff like that, they're making hand over fist in a lot of these avenues. And I just really like that there's a company out there that's been investing in like we want to make this accessible and very very cheap. And for 35, 25 or thirty five bucks, you can get a very very basic computer. Um, that, I mean, obviously, it's going to be able to just do minimal kind of stuff. You're not going to be running like hardcore designing programs or, or games or anything like that on it. But but for thirty five bucks, I mean, seriously. That's that's so crazy cheap that it's it's like you can basically buy it and do whatever you want with it, even throw it away, and it's really not that big of a dent. So, well, and you know, with the USBs, you wouldn't even have to use the SD for your uh, for your uh, operating system. You could just use a USB flash drive, right, for uh, your operating system. You might be able to. I don't know. I, that's a good question. I'm not sure. It's. I know it's designed probably for the SD card, and it's and it's a full SD card, so it's not like the micro. So. Right. Yeah, I don't know about. I don't know if you'll be able to run a, like a if you had a 16 or 32 flash drive, USB flash drive. I don't no. know. But can't they I mean, make it? Can't they make it smaller? <laughs> <laughs> can't they make it cheaper? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So. We'll and keep you hey, I gotta tell you, Tom. Right out of the box, it still can't make and receive phone calls. So, <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of things that it can't do. Yeah, I know, I know. It's 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 a big piece of junk. That's just basically a real. No, it's a really bucks. little piece of junk. For twenty five bucks, dude. I mean, really, you guys couldn't it's put more stuff on it. It's not a piece of junk. I'm I'm very interested in it. I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm very interested in. It. I think it's it's uh, I think it's cool, and uh, hope to maybe one day be doing the podcast from a. From a Raspberry Pi, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I know. Later yeah. in the year, later in the year, when they're, I think they're going to be a little more accessible, and they'll come with official cases. I think I actually will buy one. Yeah. Segment number two. Review the raid semicolon redemption. Did I get that right, Josh? Yes, you did. Okay, good.
Uh, we talked about this in our last episode that we, um, because I was I was following Mike Shinoda and he did the soundtrack for it and I got the soundtrack and it's really good. Did you listen to the soundtrack yet, Josh? No. I didn't think so. Yeah. Uh, it's really good and. Well, hey, that's not true. I did listen to it at the movie. <laughs> okay. How could you not? Well, that's yeah. yeah so so don't tell me I didn't. I did at the movie. All right, so let's let's go right out of the box. We went and watched this in the theaters. Um, it took us a while to see it because the, it's in limited release across theaters. Yeah. In the U.S. and I just happened to see it at a kind of a a lower run theater in Utah, all up in Salt Lake, except for it's 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 Bruvies. If anybody um, knows Utah, downtown Salt Lake, Bruvies, you can go in there. It's like a bar with cinema in there. It's actually. It was actually really fun. I thought it was a really cool little theater. It was. It so, was. Um, but they they kind of do some of the uh, more odd films um, move through there, and they were the only ones that I know of in Utah that actually had this film. And it took them what I think the movie came out in March, and it took them till April to get it. So. Yeah, and it just yeah, it was just kind of happenstance that uh, you'd run across it, and and we're like, oh yeah, let's let's run and jump on it, and so. We went. We all went and saw it. So let's let's go ahead and start with uh, Celebrity Ryan. Why don't you give us a, a one through ten? What will you kind of gauge it, and then maybe a, a little bit of what what you thought. So like a one through ten overall, or like a one through ten action versus overall know, plot. Because overall, it's probably around a six or something. You know, it was better than average. Um, the action was fantastic. Uh, it was just really well planned out. And one of the uh, the theories that I have is they find some random guy who can do just amazing stuff, and they just say, "Hey, how can we <laughs> how can we make a movie around this guy?" Because I mean, we need to put him on screen, which was why I think the plot stunk so bad. You know, <laughs> it's like they're like, okay, we got the guy, we got the action. Now, how are we going to make a story out of this? So, but uh, I mean, overall, the movie was just really entertaining. It was just, just super good. It was, it uh, if you're into kidsinmind.com, kids in mind gave it out a ten out of ten of violence. So basically, the most violent score they could give it. But <laughs> like, it wasn't gory at all. Um, there wasn't a lot of like. Uh, dismemberment or anything like that it was just like just good wholesome martial arts you know butt kicking and so uh i mean i was almost disappointed about the violence but uh one thing i thought was (laughs) one thing i thought was really funny is that everybody starts out with guns right you got the swat team they all have guns you got all these bad guys they all have guns there's like 60 people total who have guns, plural guns, and uh, 35 minutes into a film, nobody has guns. There's not a single gun left in the whole building. They, they ran they out of bullets, man. They ran out of bullets. <laughs> Dude, even I, who love to shoot guns, can conserve my bullets better than that. I mean... Well, there I was mean, that scene. There was that scene where they're like in the like the floors where there's the upper and lower floors, hall, kind of hallway... That, and they were just shooting nonstop through there. Some, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. You know, there was some pretty cool stuff. Are we allowed to do spoilers on this? Yeah. Spoiler alert. 
Spoiler alert, there's a scene where they turn off the lights on purpose and they send this guy to like kind of jiggle a doorknob or something. And one of the SWAT guys gets kind of nervous and shoots his uh, shotgun into the door. And the flash from the shotgun kind of illuminates where all the SWAT people are. And that was that was a sweet scene. I mean, because they, they did it all in slow motion, so you can kind of see this this explosion come out of this this and then this gun and then like the whole hallway just kind of illuminates and all of a sudden all the cops realize that all the bad guys know exactly where they are and they got their guns right on them. And I think in that scene, like twelve guys die. I mean, it's yeah, it it's, took down like half the team right there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was cool. That almost gives me, like, uh, goosebumps just talking about it. So there was some good action. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I'd say, yeah, overall about a six. All right. What about about you, Josh? All right. So I got to give this ratings on two ends of the scale here. So for just the action, fighting the guns, dude, I give it a 10. It was amazing. For the story, I give it, like, a two. I mean, there there was no major story plot line to this thing at all. Um, and in the previous episode, I said, hey, I bet there's going to be two two lines of dialogue. Now, there was a lot more dialogue, um, but I do think that every other word was the F-bomb in the in the dialogue. And so, but, it, but it was subtitled, so it wasn't so bad. No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, yeah, it was however you say it in... Chinese, Japanese, whatever. Anyway, if you if you were to you know really edit out all that, all the f bombs, then it was only two lines of dialogue. <laughs> so, um, the uh, I guess the problem I had with um, there's there's the big fight scene at the end where you got the 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 one the dude with the long hair and the mustache, the main the main bad guy fighter, not the boss bad guy, but the main bad guy that's the fighter. And you find out that the one guy who's in there, the, the cop that's like supposed to be the rookie or whatever that everybody's nervous about, the one who right. kicks ass that's like the star of the show, right. that he's actually going in because he's trying to find his brother who's well, joined up happened, with this game. he just happened to run into him, really. No, he went in there knowing because if, if he, he knows his brother's in there because he saw the pictures. That's why he joined this police squad to try oh, and get yeah, to his brother to get right, him out. Right. There's yeah. a spoiler. So yeah. In like the first scene, he tells his dad that he's going to bring his brother yeah, back. That's, that's yeah. right. It and just so, seemed, yeah, it seemed happenstance. But yeah. yeah, we read those. We read those lines of dialogue, Tom. Just so you know. <laughs> I, I, I was just fascinated with the violence. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Did Tom even read Is that? I don't think Tom can read, so. <laughs> so I know I can't listen. Yeah, obviously. Anyway, so they they're fighting that guy at the end. The, both the brothers are fighting the main bad guy because they, you know, the one brother who's the criminal is like, I want to help my cop brother get out, but the other brother who's the cop's like, I want to help my my criminal brother get out of here. But they have to fight this one guy, and they're beating the out of this guy, and this guy's beating the out of both of them and you're seeing stuff that you're like okay that guy's knocked out he's dead and then all of a sudden it's like rocky balboa i'm up i'm okay and it's like they start fighting again like they don't have any problems after you see stuff happen to him i'm like a normal fight does not go that way a normal fight is you you usually throw five or six punches the way these guys were and the other guy's down and it's over I mean, it's not like, oh, I, I can sweat that one off and I'll be just fine. Just give me, like, five seconds. I'm A-OK now. That was, like, the only big problem I had with this movie. Really? So, what about the uh, broken light bulb? 
Well, that's in yeah. that fight scene. That yeah, where they use the fluorescent light bulb to slit the guy's throat, and you're like, wouldn't that just break in your hand? Yeah, I think those things re- are pretty fragile. It wasn't really <laughs> wasn't really slicing his throat either. It was kind of giving him a tracheotomy, is all. It was doing. Well, I mean, then the guy should live. Then the guy should live through it. <laughs> well, he did for a while. <laughs> he did for quite a while. No, so um, but no, I thought it was it was very brutal. Like when they, the, you remember the scene where they're executing the guys at the beginning. That they have in there. The, yeah, but... And he's dude, walking with the gun, and he's pulling the trigger, just blowing them away one at a time, and they're all, like, looking at each other as they're getting shot, and he gets to the last yeah. guy and click, click, well, click, click, and they, well, see, he puts the gun on his shoulder, and he's like, we watch this for me? And he walks away. You think he's going to get more bullets. He opens the drawer to get more bullets, but there's a hammer in there, and he's like, eh, the hammer will work better. Yeah, that's that's in the trailer. <sighs> and, but yeah. the, thing, the thing about the, the brutal brutality or the, or the gore, like Ryan was saying... It doesn't stay on it. So, like, even when the guy comes over and he hit, clocks that guy right. in the head it with the hammer, flashes to a new oh, yeah, it just yeah. cuts away. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, overall, I love the movie. I I was thoroughly entertained. It's it's definitely a guy movie. Definitely a guy movie. You know, and yeah. chicks that like action will dig it too. So yeah, I so my review, I would give it a seven, maybe seven and a half out of ten. I. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought the music was phenomenal. I, for for that kind of movie, I I was I was thoroughly impressed with the soundtrack. Um, and yeah, there was a lot of plot holes, and the story was lacking in a lot of areas, and even some of the violence that got a, it got a little out of control. Where you're like, okay, it, because it was just so over the top, it was taking me out of it. Like, how am I going to continue to believe that they fell? What was it? Three, four stories, and he just kind of like. I think it was six stories, is what it yeah. was. I thought. And, and then, you know, he was only sore for about, you know, <laughs> three or four minutes after that. He's kind of holding his back, like, "Oh, I'll be okay. I'll be okay." Right. right. So, I mean, there there was a lot of scenes like that, but the suspense was great. I mean, the story is is they, you know, these the SWAT team goes into this building. It's like a drug lord building, and they immediately find out that they don't have any reinforcements because the guy that let him in is a corrupt cop and he was doing it for his own purposes and once they get in the drug lord finds out about him and then basically announces over the PA like if any of you guys kill a cop you guys get free rent so game on and then it's just you know chaos from there on in so then now tables have turned and the cops are trying to survive and get out of there (laughs) And then it's just nonstop action and violence from there on. And, and like you said, the main character ends up um, finding his brother and they kind of have like a, a moment or trying to reconcile a little bit. But I don't know. The sto- Even with this lacking story, I thought the action and the music and the way it was filmed was still pretty dang good. And it kept, it kept me on the edge of my seat like, oh, that's awesome. That's freaking great. Um, so, you know, if you really want, want to be entertained with some pretty awesome action sequences and scenes and stuff like that, then you won't be disappointed. And like I said, the soundtrack, I was very impressed with. So. The, uh, the story was very predictable, I thought. Yeah, it was. Um, that was, that, to me, that was just a little bit of a downer. Um, I, the movie was amazing. Um, if you guys are interested in seeing it, um, you just have to check on, uh, 
I think it's the raidmovie.com. Um, yep. You should be able to find, uh, look on there for where it's playing so you can see if you can find it in a city near you. Um, it's probably almost out of theaters by now because, like I said, originally released in March. Um, but uh, it's fantastic. If you didn't catch the movie, you can go to our, our website, mydiversion.com. I think the trailer's up on our website still. Yeah, so, and, and you can access, you can get the soundtrack, the raidsoundtrack.com. Because um, that's the only way you're going to get the soundtrack. It's not in iTunes or on Amazon. It's exclusively through there. So, yeah. And like I, like I think I said last time, uh, Rotten Tomatoes actually gave it an, gave it an 84%, um, and the audience gave it a 93%. So pretty high ratings for the Raid Redemption. All right. Segment number three. Avengers. We've all seen it. The ultimate superhero movie. It has uh, has Wonder Woman and Superman in it. Wait, no. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> Wrong one. Uh, Wrong universe. It has the X-Men <laughs> in it. Oh, no, it doesn't have the X-Men. We are at war. We need a team. Let's do a head count. A super soldier demigod a couple of master assassins and there's me i have an army we have a hulk yeah oh this this one had had a lot of hype and i have to admit because i because i just kind of was watching it in the peripheral like you know because i've seen all the other superhero superhero movies leading up to this like iron man one and two and thor and captain america and and Hulk one and two, <laughs> and I was just kind of like, oh, this this might be pretty cool. But man, when I started seeing reviews come in, I was like, wow, this this really is getting some pretty awesome reviews. Um, so let's start with you, Josh. Let why don't you've seen you saw the Avengers? I know Ryan has seen the Avengers at least once, and. And then, I'll, I'll, of course, I'll give my quick review. So, 1 out of 10, 10 being the best movie you've ever seen, or Dragon Tattoo, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so, so, lay it on us, Josh. All right, I, give, I give it an 8.5. I was thoroughly entertained. I thought it was a great movie. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I, myself, I don't really understand uh, Hawkeye's real affiliation with it. I, I never read the comics. So um, he just seemed kind of like a guy who's good with the bow and arrow. And to that me, was it was the guy, like, he was the he was the guy in like Hurt Locker and yeah 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 yeah. He's also in uh, um, SWAT. Plays the bad guy in SWAT. He makes okay. a good bad guy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. this, he plays a good guy. That's a bad guy that becomes a good guy again. <laughs> so um, it was uh, it was fun. Um, his weapon was the torque bow from uh, Gears of War. I mean, compound bow from wherever. 
Okay. Local hardware store, <laughs> sporting goods store. Um, no, for me, uh, my my favorite characters in that were uh, Scarlett Johansson's character, uh, Black Widow. She was really nice to look at. Um, <laughs> made, made it wor- worthwhile going to the movie. Right. And uh, then the Hulk. That was pretty awesome. So the Hulk was was badass in it. Um, wasn't in it enough, but it was it was a lot of fun. Um, the action was good. Um, I haven't seen it in 3D yet. Um, I'll just wait for it to come out on Blu-ray, and then I'll watch it in 3D at my house. Um, the only drawback I have to it is you have to go to. I had to go to the theater to watch it. Man, I hate people at the theater. So all that right, and it's so. way overpriced. So yeah, but all those complaints have nothing to do with Avengers. So you got you gave it what an eight, 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 five? eight and a half, eight and a half, eight and yeah. a half. So do you have like a favorite character? Was that the Black Widow or? I would say I really can't pick a favorite character because um, to me I, I like I like Black Widow I like the Hulk and I like Iron Man Thor and Captain America for me were just kind of like oh those are good background characters so yeah I mean I understand Thor's badass because he has the hammer that only he can lift but I thought the Hulk was kind of kicking his ass so that's what was cool is that you got to see like all the superheroes fight each they all kind of fought each other at one point you know where the hulk was fighting thor and i thought that was that was badass seeing that you know when iron man was fighting thor (laughs) thought it was cool yeah he held his own like way better than i thought he was going to yeah if anything he might have even won iron man yeah 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 i i think you could see that iron man was eventually going to lose that fight <laughs> I, yeah, I really, yeah. I really think you could see like he's a, eventually going to lose that fight. Now, Hulk, on the other hand, granted he could not pick up Thor's hammer, but I think Hulk was holding his own very well against oh, yeah. against Thor. I, in fact, I think he could have killed Thor easy. So, now, yeah. Thor's a god. I don't think you can kill him, right? <laughs> he's, a, he's a demigod. He could be killed. Oh, okay, okay. So. All right, Ryan. So lay, lay it on us. So I. I'd give it a 9.5. It is by far one of the best films I've seen in a couple of years. I also really like Scarlett Johansson's character, just so, just because I think she interrogates really intelligently. Like she um, can interrogate you anytime. <laughs> um, wow. So does my wife listen to this comp- <laughs> podcast? Um, no. Like when you think of interrogation, you think of like a very specific like skill set and she broadens that skill set and that's all i'm really gonna like she... talk about it because those were like two pretty pretty good scenes in my in my oh, mind i thought you said i thought you say those that she had two really good skill sets well <laughs> anyway but so i i agree with you on that one i thought she brought something different to the movie um hawkeye that, that um, whole opening scene with her is is hilarious where the the rest oh, yeah. guys in there that that right there, and maybe it's because that's like the first scene you see in the movie. Maybe that's why I was like, she's so awesome. Yeah, that that's a really good scene. She's like, this guy's telling me everything. He's like, I'm not telling you everything, <laughs> but he was. He totally was. <laughs> so, um, just so you know, Hawkeye is a very uh, old Avengers. I mean, he's always been there in all the comics and stuff. So, I'm not really sure how he fits into it, except for like that he has always been there. So well, how, how about I guess follow-up? I had to. How about this quick follow-up? Uh, since you you're kind of plugged into this universe a little bit, is it is there any plans about a Black Widow or a Hawkeye movie? Oh, I don't. Not that I know. There's nothing officially 
um, announced, and okay. I don't think that they are. I don't think they have enough history to really go into it. I mean, I guess there is, but I, you'd have to almost do like an X Men first class thing because there's like it's all like back history. It's all already happened. Like her oh. father was a mass murderer and like yeah. she had a tough life and stuff like that. So, Black okay. Widow is going to be in Iron Man three though. She's she's already slated to be on that on in IMDb. So yeah. So, but uh, my favorite character was the Hulk. I thought they did it perfectly. I mean, especially, I mean, the last Hulk movie was really pretty good with Edward Norton. Or, yeah, and, but the first movie was just terrible, and they finally got him right. He's just brutal, you know, and, and uh, it, it kind of brings out more of the Hulk's personality, like when he's in Hulk form. And uh, uh, I wish I could have seen more of him because he only really shows up for two short scenes and uh they're just amazing scenes i mean they're 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 awesome all right i'll probably go see it a couple more times in theaters wow (laughs) 9.5 how many times have you seen it ryan um i have seen it only twice in 2d and once in 3d okay so but and uh the 3d is not worth it by the way so but can i can i give a review on the 3d really fast yeah absolutely so So the 3D is not like in Josh's house. When in Josh's house he has the the shutter glasses that and the screen actually gets brighter to compensate for any light that's filtered out. And so when you see something in Josh's house it actually becomes like brighter and crisper um because the technology compensates for it. But in the theater you just have like the the polarized glasses and everything got dark and I had just seen it twice in 2D. And everything was just super crisp and super nice. And when wait when they went to 3D, you couldn't see stuff in the dark. And during like the battle scenes, things kind of went blurry. It was like really actually disappointing because I'd heard good reviews that the 3D actually worked in it. it Did didn't. you see it in IMAX or just in normal 3D? Just normal. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if it's different with the IMAX. I imagine it is. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I was actually kind of disappointed. So. Buy it on Blu-ray, I guess, in 3D, but uh, I wouldn't waste your money in the theater. Okay. That's that's a decent review. I appreciate that. Cool. Um, I I would give it a solid 9, easy. And this is coming from uh, a guy that really doesn't care about superhero movies. Like, all the other previous ones, I kind of would rate them, I don't know, anywhere between a 6 and a 7 on average. I, I really hated the first Hulk. The second Hulk movie with Edward Norton I thought was all right. Six, maybe seven. Um, Captain America was me, um, but freaking, I love the Iron Man ones. Though Iron Man one and two were both pretty good. Um, let's see, and I liked Thor. I like, I, I enjoyed Thor. I'd give that probably a seven or eight. But this movie was freaking amazing. Uh, I'd easily give it a nine. The comedy in it was was very. The timing of the comedy was just so great. Uh, like, one of my favorite lines is, because uh, the number one nemesis in Avengers is Thor's brother. If you've seen Thor, you probably should see Thor before you see this. Yeah, you should. Um, it's Thor's brother who's who's the major enemy in this. And uh, <laughs> Thor's, like, in front of the rest of the Avengers. And he's like, that's my brother. And then they describe what he's been up to or what he's planning or whatever. He's like, well, he was adopted. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, that was just that was freaking great. And and the other my other favorite line is when Loki, Thor's brother, the bad guy, is kind of bad mouthing the Hulk, and then the Hulk just hands it to him. <laughs> the Hulk just kind of grabs him like, "Come here, demigod!" And the Hulk just basically just treats him like trash. It was great. Beats the shit of him. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, after that, he stays pretty much unconscious throughout the whole rest <laughs> yeah. of the film. He's on the ground. <laughs> Like yeah, you can't even yeah. breathe. It yeah. was it was awesome. And let's see, my fa- my favorite uh, superheroes in there. I I think Iron Man was the best, just because maybe I, I I prefer him best, and he was he was just as good as ever in these. And at the end of the day, Iron Man kind of saved the day. I would say I think he saved yeah. everybody. Even though I I know the Hulk was he's a close second, a really close second. It's almost a tie who I like best, the right. Hulk or Iron Man. Yeah. Um, those two and then of course it goes down Thor, I thought was very, very impressive. I was not disappointed with Thor. Captain America was was pretty good. Um, Scarlett Johansson, if I mean she was alright. I I wasn't that impressed. She she's easy on the eyes, but eh. and Hawkeye. She took out three guys that like tied to a chair. I mean that's pretty cool. <laughs> Hangs one of them by a chain by his heels. That yeah, awesome. that was that was pretty cool. I got I'll give you that. But uh, and then Hawkeye was kind of like yeah. I mean I I don't know. I guess my expectations were were like well are they gonna describe these guys better or are these guys the two heroes that are that really stand up with Thor, Iron Man, and Hulk. Yeah. But Captain America, actually, I was pretty impressed. I mean, he, he actually stood up pretty well, I thought, in the movie. For, for a guy that really can't fly or do anything really special. So, All right, so I have to ask Ryan, since he's like our um, comic book expert that we have on here. <laughs> right. Um, all right, so X-Men, that, those were Stanley as well, right? Along with the... Right. Okay, so... I, I love seeing uh, Stan Lee's little cameos in his movies. Did he make any cameos oh. in the X-Men movies? You know what? He is a Marvel guy, but I don't know that he... Um, I don't know if he was a creator of X-Men. Oh, okay. That's why I was asking. All right, so... So, but he ha- so he hasn't made any cameos in those then, right? No, none. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember where his cameo was in the Avengers now. Can you remind me? Yeah, it's right at the end. It's right towards the end when... Uh, it's in the it, newsreels. Yeah, oh yeah, like, that's right. That's right. They, they hit that's him up, right. and he's like, "Superhero? What did he say? Yeah, like, super, that's who right. can believe that? Superheroes in New York? No way! Or, yeah. Come on!" So yeah. Tom, did so, you stay for the entire film? Did you get through all of the credits? Yeah, I did. And you saw them in the little cafe. Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, it, it was cool, and and I guess I I missed what the whole because I asked you about this, Josh, the whole death thing. Like there's and that's a why Ryan's here to help explain it to you. So uh, just for you listeners that haven't watched it yet, stay through, um, I guess, and and watch. There's this part that looks like it leads into a possible sequel. Um, so hit us up, Ryan. You're you're the uh, Avengers expert. What what is that character in? I, I don't get it. <laughs> it. He's actually kind of not a very well-known character, uh, and they don't actually come out and tell you who he is, but the consensus is that is he's this guy, and his name is Thanos. And um, he's kind of tied into the universe by way of these aliens that they're fighting. 
And um, Thanos, the reason why people think it's him is because he has had run-ins with Iron Man and Thor before. And Thanos uh, is derived from some Greek word, which means death. And uh, if you remember at the end of the scene, the, the guy's actually kind of saying, you know, we can't fight the humans to make war with them is to dance with death and the guy kind of smiles because his name is death and he's kind of like yeah bring it on like let's go dance with death so um, if you want to look up more on Thanos that's kind of who everybody thinks it is yeah isn't he like in love with death like every time he goes into a fight and he's and it's like he's not afraid to die because he's in love with it he's like if I die then I get to be with what I love yeah I'd call him a sociopath sure yeah okay so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, I, that's uh, just something I read somewhere. So, but, yeah. So it's actually a kind of a really clever scene, but uh, like you'd have to be a super nerd to know anything about it. So, thanks for coming yeah. on, super nerd. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks. So my one criticism of this whole movie is, you know, Hawkeye's little bow, how it's all folded up and he like flicks it and it all comes apart. Yep. Okay. I thought that was super cool once and they did it <laughs> twice and like the the first time like didn't really make any sense that he like flipped it open like one time he was getting ready to go like into battle and he like you know flipped it open it was like pretty cool but the, oh man i was like to me it just looked a like a boy to me it just looked like rubber when he yeah so I, it was just i thought it was so dumb the second time i was like really it's the torque bow from gears i swear he has those exploding arrows and everything yeah so. so, if if that was if that second one wasn't in there, it'd be a ten for me. So that just ruined the whole movie. <laughs> so. You're like, oh, this would have been perfection. Oh, well. like really? Now you're just posturing. Come on. <laughs> so, but man, excellent movie. I've I've heard a lot of people say just like what you did, Tom. I'm not into superhero hero movies, but it was really good. Like even like girls at work who didn't see any of the the previous movies they they said you know this was that was really good you know so not that i talked to girls at work but i i like you know eavesdrop <laughs> <laughs> so but uh, yeah go see it it is so worth seeing in the theaters it's great yeah uh rotten tomatoes still gives it as of right now 93 percent. the audience is 96 percent. it's really good i mean yeah, I would watch Thor before you watch it. Um, of course, watch the Iron Man one and two. It's it's you don't have to watch the Hulk. I think you'd be just fine without the Hulk. But I do think you should watch you know maybe even Captain America too. But it's 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 so fun. It's it's a perfect it's the perfect action comedy uh, popcorn movie. And I think it's over two hours. Is it two and a half? It okay. is two hours and twenty two minutes long. It's and it, in my opinion, it's not long enough. That's how good it is. So, yeah. you do yeah, need to, you do need to see Captain America before you see it because there are things that are in Captain America that relate directly to this movie. The Tesseract is in Captain America, and that's kind yeah, of what they're all after in this. Yeah, Avengers. that's true. That's true. So, yeah. yeah. So, so there's you know three or four prequels to this, I guess. <laughs> but uh, it's good stuff. Anyway, yeah. all right. Let's move on. Segment number four.
going to do some podcast recommendations. Uh, I've been listening to podcasts for several years now, and I and Josh has been listening to them for not very long. How long? Have you hey, been you mean not very long? How long have you been listening to podcasts? As long as we've been doing ours, so over a year. Okay. Over All right. Yeah, probably about a year and a half. So. And Ryan, you're kind of new to podcasting, right? Yeah, totally newbie. Yeah. Okay. So I've been listening for quite a while, and I just wanted to run down some of the podcasts that I absolutely love, that I that I think are absolutely phenomenal, and that I I want to throw some recommendations out there for people that want to listen to some amazing, amazing podcasts. Uh, of course, we'll, we'll just hand this segment to Tom then, because he's going to name everything I like. Am I really? Probably. Well, well, you chime in. I mean, feel free to say yeah. No, 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 no. You got this. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I want I want to go with uh, the, my big three that I think are probably some of the best ones that are out there right now. They're very professionally run. Um, that's This American Life, Radio Lab, and Freakonomics. Th- these three are run out of studios and stuff like that. So they're I think some of them are like WNYC. I think that's Radio Lab. This American Life is is in New York and Freakonomics is also very professionally run. I, th- I think they might also be on the radio as well, but they're really, really well done. They get reporters to come in and do stories and, and they have a big team that helps with production and stuff like that. They're, those are the big three, I think. So I would highly, highly, highly recommend. In fact, I, I, I would say that those are easily nine out of 10 or some of them, sometimes 10 out of 10. They're just that good. So This American Life, Radio Lab, and Freakonomics. As far as other podcasts that kind of go into other sub-genres, um, I think as far as comedy goes, you can't go wrong with like Bill Burr, the Monday Morning Podcast. But just be warned that that uh, is a mature audience-only podcast. He doesn't exactly hold back when it comes to the swears <laughs> and the content, and some and it's and that podcast is pretty much just him talking. So if if you don't really want to listen to a guy that has some narcissistic tendencies, then maybe, maybe that podcast is not necessarily for you. But I actually think that Bill Burr is in the top five, top ten uh, most funny funniest comedians in the world right now. So that's why I would recommend him. Uh, I also think that Jay Moore's podcast, More Stories, is actually quite good. Not all of them are very good. There's actually a few of them that you could definitely skip. And he's actually, as of lately, he's starting to do some interviews with some actual people <laughs> instead of like his agent and his wife and stuff like there that. There you go. <laughs> So he's he's kind of moving beyond that and interviewing some pretty interesting people. Uh, number episode fifty, he has uh, Ryan Sickler. Is that right? Yeah. From the Crab Feast podcast, which I have not listened to, but I have it queued up, so I'll be listening to it soon. But episode fifty uh, had me in tears. I was laughing so hard. It was one of the funniest podcasts I'd ever heard. So. If you need to do more more stories, I would almost say just go find episode fifty <laughs> and, and listen to that, and that might give you a good taste of what what the potential is. Ah, yeah. uh, 
And I also want to give a huge, huge uh, props to a podcast that I've only just recently been turned on by a friend and listener, Al, who's out there listening. He recommended Caustic Soda Podcast to me. And I... I turned Josh to that, and I was like, hey, listen to some of these. Wouldn't Tell me what you think. And we would kind of cherry-picked a few of them, like we listened to the Hitler one or the Ted Bundy one. And, and it didn't take very long before we both pretty much spent, what, three weeks straight listening to nothing but caustic soda. And we are all caught up now, unfortunately. Yep. I've, I just recently, as of about a week, maybe a week and a half ago, I've, I binged on nothing but caustic soda podcast. And, dude, by the time I was finished, I was like, oh, man, that's it. I I think that Caustic Soda podcast could very well be my most favorite podcast right now. Yeah. Torn Joe and uh, Kevin, yep. you guys are awesome. <laughs> those, those, those guys with with their witty humor and, yeah. and just the preparation and the research – what it is, it's a podcast where they basically take a theme or a topic and then they just do the most disgusting, sometimes the most heinous aspects of that. Like we talked about uh, Hitler, Ted Bundy. They also do the seven deadly sins, like in the movie Seven, like gluttony, lust, uh, sloth. And they run down each one of those and they, <laughs> they give... Uh, very horrendous examples and stories um they do decapitations <laughs> i mean there's there's actually how many podcasts are there there's actually quite a few out right now yeah i'm, I'm not sure the, the other the, the cool things they bring in their um their podcast or their segments is uh you know lesser of two evils like uh yeah. if, you, if you were to have you know two different things happen to you you have to pick which one you'd rather have what's the lesser of the two you'd rather have um and some of them are really heinous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome to hear them like debate with them in their minds, and sometimes they come to a quick snap decision, and then after everybody else has explained the reasons why they picked theirs, some of them turn around and go, "I changed my mind. I'd rather have this." Right. Now that I thought about it, and it's, it's kind of funny. Um, and uh, their pop culture, where they, and then they're in the news. So pop culture, they go through and they. Like with decapitation, they'll go through and talk about movies where that's happened, you know, like Final Destination, things like that. Um, Saw. And then um, with their in the news, they talk about what's actually happened around, you know, recently or um, in, the, in history kind of a thing. It's, it's, re it's a really good podcast. It's very entertaining. Yeah, they pretty much they pretty much stick with uh, actual evidence and try to keep it as historically accurate as possible which which i highly highly commend them for because a lot of times they try to say well this is legend and i couldn't find a lot of good sources on on this story and blah 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 um so as far as factual and actual historically accurate um evidence that they present i i give them big time props so causticsodapodcast.com i that's a very very mature audience only podcast but it's it's actually currently my most favorite podcast right now I'll give a, I'll give a few more recommendations. You guys feel free to chime in if if you so wish. Uh, there's another podcast that I really really enjoy. It's called Lunchtime Movie Review, um, and they take 
uh, 80s movies and they review them. So they they take movies that they've seen when they were kids and then they rewatch them as adults and then they give reviews. Uh, I think you can find them at lunchtimemoviereview.com. And they've done reviews of like Top Gun, uh, Halloween, uh, Alien, um, Back to the Future. I'm trying to think of some other ones. But they've gone through quite a few and obviously they've got a lot more to go. But they're actually very, very funny. They're very entertaining. and And it's actually gotten me to to go watch some of the old movies of my past and be like, wow, that movie does not hold up. <laughs> so I've, I've actually very, very much enjoyed it. And in fact, uh, I think here on my diversion, we might do something similar where we'll just take some old vintage movies. In fact, one, one of the future episodes, we're going to take some old vintage movies and we'll kind of do kind of a review on them. So, yeah. So th- big thank you to Lunchtime Movie Review. Great podcast. And of course, The Moth, which is just people sharing stories. You can just Google or go to iTunes or, or whatever uh, MP3 podcast searcher that you use and just type in The Moth. It's basically just a short 15 to 20 minutes to 30 minutes. Everybody shares uh, just a story, but their their niches is everybody can share a story, but it has to be true. And then my other one that's kind of a comedy one is the Pod F Tomcast. That's Paul F Tompkins. He's he's kind of got a different style and a sense of humor, but for some reason, I freaking love it. So that's that. Anything from you guys? Yeah, I got a, I got the um, Girl on Guy. It's uh, Aisha Tyler's podcast. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's actually it's pretty entertaining. Um, I've only been able to get um, like three or four episodes. And I think she's got almost fifty of them out now. Um, but they're, uh, it's good. Um, I listened to the one with Bill Burr. I thought that was very entertaining because um, I've been kind of binging on the Bill Burr. I'm pretty much caught up now on Bill Burr's podcast, okay. the Monday Morning Podcast. Um, um, she's she's pretty good. Um, I, I like how she introduces. She she does she does really cool um, interviews. Um, she just brings on one guest every time and does her interview with him. And then at the end, it's kind of funny because they they'll rag on all kinds of people. And then at the end, she's like, okay, I have to apologize to this person. I have to apologize to this person. And the Bill Burr one was kind of funny because she's like, okay, I don't have to apologize to anybody because it was all Bill Burr who was it was his fault that those people got blamed. <laughs> so yeah, she's she's really good and uh, she's got an awesome voice too. So I also should mention WTF with Mark Marin. That's a very very popular podcast. I personally um, cherry pick those. I wouldn't necessarily recommend that podcast as like something that you listen to all the time. But he interviews. He has a ton of amazing interviews so if there's somebody you want to hear interviewed his Terry best Pick. his best one's the one where he has um el chuco, el chuco cabra on there Is that his name? <laughs> that's that's yeah. his best episode in my nick opinion. nick kroll yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's really really good i know he has some recent ones that i that i need to listen to because he has like uh oh paula poundstone and he has like gallagher and i mean he the the people that he interviews is just it's astronomical. Pretty impressive. Why you, Ryan? You got any podcasts you listen to? Uh, no, I 
I've been listening to Caustic Soda because you guys, you recommended it, Josh, to me. So I've really been enjoying that. And uh, the only thing that I tried to like venture out on my own is that in one of the Caustic Sodas, they mention a podcast called Stuff You Missed in History Class. And so yeah. I, I tuned into that and I was thinking, you know, I've always hated history. This this sounds pretty <laughs> cool. Like they might, you know, get me involved in history, but... You know what? I just, uh, it was still history. I just didn't like it. So it was it was very well done though. Like they had really good acoustics. The people were very knowledgeable. But there's just names and dates flying all around the place, and I'm just bad with names and dates. And I just I turned it <laughs> off after about ten minutes. So, but yeah, like I mean, I'm just I'm really new to this scene, so I got no recommendations. I've actually listened to a few of those because there's there's I think of kind of a series they have stuff you've missed in history and then uh stuff you should know or something like that or stuff anyway who's the one who does uh who's the one who does how stuff works yeah i think that's the same one how stuff yeah same one yep yeah yeah i think it's the same one um that that actually i listened to a few of those yeah like ryan says they're very educational they're not exactly entertaining so if you're looking for just some educational stuff then i think that's the way to go but but if you really if you're looking for some entertainment. And that's what I like about Caustic Soda is they have a pretty good balance of educational stuff with um, with a, some pretty funny humor in it, too. So Yeah. They keep a good pace. Yeah. Haven't, you haven't been grossed out too much, Ryan, by some of the stuff? Uh, not at all. I find it fascinating. So it, It's like right down my alley. I think it's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All right, so yeah, that's that's pretty much our episode. We're, we're just over an hour, so. You you know what I do have to correct? I'd make one correction. So Stanley was in some of the X Men, and that, that and I remembered as I was sitting here listening to your podcast recommendations. So, in the first one, he's a hot dog vendor on the beach. <laughs> okay. And um, in the in third the fir- one, in, in the very first in the, the very first X Men, and okay. I remember in the. Uh, in the in X three, he's watering his lawn when they go back in time to go um, approach Jean Grey as a child. Right. And okay. she kind of wigs out, and the water from his hose gets pulled up in the air. Okay. Kind of gives it like a like a funny look, like hey, water's going up instead of down. But she <laughs> freaks out and like raises like the whole street, like all the cars and lawnmowers and like everything's like raising off the street and. And uh, he's he's out watering his lawn at that time. So I know that he's in a couple of them. I can't remember him in X2, and I don't think he was in X-Men First Class, which is really weird, really weird. But I don't remember him in those two in those two movies. So, but uh, he was definitely in some X-Men. Okay. So cool. I'm glad you checked up on that. So it doesn't doesn't make us look so stinking stupid. I guess. That's yeah. Right. No, I'm actually pretty embarrassed about hey, it. Uh, yeah. It, it wouldn't make us it. look stupid. It makes it makes <laughs> the nerd comic guy look stupid. So me and you were okay. It it was all on Ryan there. Yeah, I'm so red in the face right now. <laughs> oh so recapping the episode, episode 16 here, we talked about the Google Drive, the Raspberry Pi, the little $25, $35 computer. We reviewed the Raid Redemption. We reviewed the Avengers, and then we kind of ran down some podcast recommendations because 
chances are, if you're listening to this, you're, you enjoy podcasts, so there's some other podcasts. We'll, we'll also have some links and stuff like that on on our website, mydiversion.com. So thanks again to Jonathan Pope for the music. Please feel free to go to mydiversion.com, uh, contact us, email us at Tom or Josh at My Diversion, and rate we'll... us on iTunes, please. Oh, yeah, and rate, rate us on iTunes. That would be great since we get, we're it's a barren landscape over there. All right. Thanks again. Thanks for coming on, Ryan. Thanks for having yeah, me. Thanks. Yeah. Catch you guys on the flip flop. You have been listening to the My Diversion podcast. Find us on the web at mydiversion.com. The music for this episode was provided by Jonathan Pope.